This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is TechCrunch. Box takes fight with activist investor public in SEC filing by Alex Wilhelm and Ron Miller. The war between Box's current leadership and activist shareholder Starboard took a new turn today with a detailed timeline outlining the two groups' relationship thanks to an SEC filing and companion press release. Box is pushing back against a slate of board candidates put forth by Starboard, which wants to shake up the company's leadership and sell it. The SEC filing details a lengthy series of phone calls, meetings, and other communications between the technology company and Starboard, which has held a stake in Box greater than 5% since September of 2019. Since then, shares of Box have risen by around $10 per share. Today's news is multifaceted, but we've learned more concerning Starboard's demands that Box sell itself, how strongly the investor wanted co-founder and CEO Aaron Levy to be fired, and that the company's complaints about a KKR-led investment into Box that it used to repurchase its shares did not match its behavior, in that Starboard asked to participate in the transaction despite its public statements. Activist investors, a bit like short sellers, are either groups that you generally like or do not. In this case, however, we can learn quite a lot from the box filing, including the sheer amount of time and communication that it takes to manage such an investor from the perspective of one of its public market investments. What follows are key excerpts from Box's SEC filing on the matter, starting with its early stake and early agreement with Starboard. On September 3, 2019, representatives of Starboard contacted Mr. Levy to inform Mr. Levy that Starboard would be filing a Schedule 13D with the SEC reporting a 7.5% ownership stake in the company. On March 9, 2020, Mr. O'Driscoll and Ms. Barsamian had a call with representatives of Starboard to discuss entering into a settlement agreement with Starboard. On March 22, 2020, the company and Starboard entered into an agreement. Also on March 23, 2020, Starboard reported beneficial ownership of 7.7% of the outstanding Class A common stock. Then, Box reported earnings, which Starboard appeared to praise. On May 27, 2020, the company reported its fiscal first quarter results, noting a 13% increase in year-over-year revenue, a 900 basis point increase in year-over-year GAAP operating margin, and a $36.4 million increase in year-over-year cash flow from operations. Peter Feld, a representative of Starboard, and Mr. Levy had an email conversation related to the company's first quarter results in which Mr. Feld stated, You guys are on a good path. Congrats to the team and keep it up. Also on May 29, 2020, Starboard reported that it had decreased its beneficial ownership to 6.0% of the outstanding Class A common stock. 
The same pattern repeated during Box's next earnings report. On August 27, 2020, Mr. Levy, Mr. Smith, and Company IR discussed the company's earnings release with Starboard. Starboard indicated it was pleased with the rate of margin expansion and where the company was heading. In an email exchange between Mr. Feld and Mr. Levy related to the company's results, Mr. Feld stated that he was thrilled to see the company breaking out and performing better both on the top and bottom line. Appreciate you guys working with us and accepting the council. Not everyone behaves that way, and it is greatly appreciated. Shows your comfort as a leader and a willingness to adapt. Very impressive. Then Box reported its next quarter's results, which was followed by a change in message from Starboard Emphasis TechCrunch. On December 1, 2020, the company announced its fiscal third quarter results, noting an 11% increase in year-over-year revenue, an improvement of 2,100 basis points in year-over-year GAAP operating margin, and a $36 million increase in year-over-year cash flow from operations. The company also provided guidance regarding its fiscal fourth quarter results, noting that its revised revenue guidance was due to lower professional services bookings than we noted previously, which creates a roughly $2 million headwind, and that the company was being prudent in our growth expectations given the macroeconomic challenges that our customers are facing. The revised guidance for revenue was 1.1% below analysts' consensus estimates of $198.8 million. On December 2, 2020, Box's common stock declined approximately 9% from its prior close of $18.54 to $16.91. On December 2, 2020 and December 4, 2020, Mr. Levy, Mr. Smith, and Box IR discussed the company's earnings release with representatives of Starboard. Despite the prior support Mr. Feld communicated to the company, Starboard reversed course and demanded that the company explore a sale of the entire company or fire the company's CEO, or otherwise face a proxy contest from Starboard. Mr. Feld further stated that the company should not turn down an offer from a third party to buy the entire company in the low 20s, and that Starboard would be a seller at such a price. Recall that box shares are now in the mid-$26. At the time, however, box shares lost value. Emphasis TechCrunch. On December 16, 2020, two weeks after earnings, the company's stock price closed at $18.85, which was above where it was trading immediately prior to the announcement of the company's fiscal third quarter results on December 1, 2020. On January 11, 2021, Starboard disclosed that it had increased its beneficial ownership to 7.9% of the outstanding Class A common stock. On January 15, 2021, Mr. Lazar and Ms. Barsamian had a call with representatives from Starboard. Mr. Feld expressed his view that, while the company's convertible senior notes were executed on favorable terms, he was not supportive of the transaction. He reiterated his demand that the company sell itself and indicated that if the company did not do so, then it must replace its CEO or otherwise face a proxy contest from Starboard to replace the CEO. Over the next few months, Box bought sign requests, reported earnings, and engaged external parties to try to help it bolster shareholder value. Then the KKR deal came onto the table. 
On March 31, 2021, the Strategy Committee met to discuss the status of the strategic review. At such time, the Strategy Committee was in receipt of a proposal from KKR pursuant to which KKR and certain partners would make an investment in the form of convertible preferred stock at an initial yield of 3%, which has been negotiated down from KKR's proposal of 7% yield in its preliminary indication of interest in early March. The deal was unanimously approved by Box's board and announced on April 8, 2021. Starboard was not stoked about the transaction, however. Later, on April 8, 2021, Ms. Mayer and Mr. Lazar had a call with representatives of Starboard. Mr. Feld expressed Starboard's strong displeasure with the results of the strategic review. During the conversation, Mr. Feld indicated that he would stop the fight immediately if Mr. Levy were replaced. On April 14, 2021, Ms. Mayer, Mr. Lazar, and Ms. Barsamian had a call with Mr. Feld. Despite his prior statements, Mr. Feld now indicated that Starboard was not willing to sell its shares of Class A common stock at $21 or $22 per share. Mr. Feld requested that the company release KKR from its obligation to vote in favor of the company as a gesture of good faith. Mr. Feld reiterated Starboard's desire to replace Mr. Levy as CEO and indicated that he would like to join the board of directors if the company did so. Ms. Mayer offered Mr. Feld the opportunity to execute a non-disclosure agreement to receive more information about the strategic review process, which Mr. Feld immediately declined. Box was like, all right, but Feld doesn't get to be on the board. On April 20, 2021, Ms. Mayer and Mr. Lazar had a call with representatives of Starboard. Mr. Feld stated that Starboard would not move forward with its planned director nominations if Starboard were offered the opportunity to participate in the KKR-led transaction and Mr. Feld were appointed to the board of directors. Mr. Feld reiterated that he was not willing to sign a non-disclosure agreement. On April 27, 2021, Mr. Park had a discussion with Mr. Feld. During this conversation, Mr. Feld reiterated his desire for Starboard to participate as an investor in the KKR-led transaction. On April 28, 2021, Ms. Mayer and Mr. Lazar informed Mr. Feld that the board of directors was amenable to allowing Starboard to participate in the KKR-led transaction but would not appoint Mr. Feld as a director. Mr. Feld indicated that there is no path to a settlement that doesn't include appointing him to the board of directors. And then Starboard initiated a proxy war. What to make of all of this? That trying to shake up a company from the position of a minority stake is not impossible, with Starboard able to exercise influence on Box despite having a sub-10% ownership position. And that Box was not willing to put a person on the board that wanted to fire its CEO. What's slightly silly about all of this is that the fight is coming at a time when Box is doing better than it has in some time. Its profitability has improved greatly, and in its most recent quarter, the company topped expectations and raised its forward financial guidance. There were times in Box's history when it may have deserved a whacking for poor performance, but now? It's slightly weird. Also, recall that Starboard has already made quite a lot of money on its box stake, with the company's value appreciating sharply since the investor bought in. Most media coverage is surrounding the public criticism by Starboard of the KKR deal and its private demand to be let into the deal. That dynamic is easily explained. Starboard thought that the deal wouldn't make it money, but later decided that it could. So it changed its tune. If you are expecting an investor to do anything but try to maximize returns, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. 
A person close to the company told TechCrunch that the current situation should be a win-win for everyone involved, but Starboard is not seeing it that way. If you're a near-term shareholder, like Starboard, then the path Box has taken has already been better. And if you're a long-term shareholder, Box sees significantly more upside. So overwhelmingly, the company believes this is the best path for shareholders, and it's already been proven out to be that, the person said. Alan Pell's Sharp, founder and principal analyst at the Deep Analysis, who has been watching the content management space for many years, says the battle isn't much of a surprise given that the two have been at odds pretty much from the start of the relationship. Like any activist investor, Starboard is interested in a quick increase in shareholder values and a flip. Box is in it for the long run. Further, it seems that Starboard may have mistimed or miscalculated their moves. Box clearly was not as weak as they appeared to believe, and Box has been doing well over the past year. Bringing in KKR was the start of a big fight back, and the proposed changes couldn't make it any clearer that they are fed up with Starboard and ready to fight back hard, Sharp said. He added that publicly revealing details of the two companies' interactions is a bit unusual, but he thinks it was appropriate here. Actually naming and shaming, detailing Starboard's moves, and seemingly contradictory statements is unusual, but it may be effective. Starboard won't back down without a fight, but from an investor relations-slash-PR perspective, this looks bad for them, and it may well be time to walk away. That being said, I wouldn't bet on Starboard walking away, as Silicon Valley has a habit of moving forward when they should be walking back from increasingly damaging situations. What comes next is a vote on Box's board makeup, which should happen later this summer. Let's see who wins. It's worth noting that we attempted to contact Starboard Value, but as of publication, they had not gotten back to us. Box indicated that the press release and SEC filings speak for themselves. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.